so I am starting. Okay. Oh well. Okay. Well, uh, welcome everyone. Him <laughs> to four guys saying a bunch of excrement. I am Khalil, and with me are the three musketeers, Tyrone, Matthew, and Tobias. Gentlemen, this is show uh, Lucky 13, is it? I believe so. Number 13. Number 13. Yeah, so um, this will be uh, – we're continuing to knock it out the park. We're getting good, positive feedback. So, fellas, I want to uh, thank you all for making this uh, easier on me, who is not much of a talker. But anyway, uh, speaking of not much of a talker, what is going on with you guys? Same old, working. Yeah, as I said before, for me. Yeah, as I said before, uh, tonight's show, I am normal sick, not COVID sick, but <laughs> I am sick. And so, uh, 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 forgive me for what I may say tonight, because I'm not even sure. So when we get to me, uh, enjoy. I hope it's uh, non-PC. So um, I guess I will jump right into uh, things and discuss uh, the wonderful world of music. Kanye West, our favorite, tweeted a photo of him urinating on his Grammy Award in his toilet. So he, um, you know, I guess he's having another episode or maybe he never um, came down from whatever previous episode he had. But yeah, he tweeted today. Well, he's been kind of embroiled in um, a legal battle, I guess, with his label. He wants to get released from his contract. And so he's just, you know, doing the Kanye thing now, uh, writing Iliad posts, you know, 40,000 paragraphs, a word salad, you know, just just ranting about any and everything. And uh, And I guess he's still, you know, Kanye 2020. So um, has he even announced a running partner, running mate? Not that it matters. But um, yeah, enough did. about anything. Okay. Is it Damon Dash or something? I don't know. Anyway. Wow. Um, I can't remember. Uh, I, think it, I think he did, but it's someone random. Someone it, random. Before you move on uh, from Kanye, I just, I, I think I said this a couple of weeks back. The Kardashian women are like the... They're like the Lex Luthor of black men. If you know, if, if you understand, what I mean, they're like, not, not, take that back. Not even black men, just men in general. If you go down the list of men that has some kind of association with that family, they just know, they're just really good at the right recipe, just how to fuck a guy up, you know? And so it's you like. Talked, you talked about that in like the third or fourth uh, yeah. podcast. <laughs> They're just the best at it. Like they, they think a, a an Olympic champion, one of the greatest athletes in the world, they they transformed him into a woman. Uh, they've taken uh, uh, um, Lamar Odom, Lamar Odom, six man of the year, uh, NBA champion, champion. two time NBA champion, and he's a crackhead. Yep. Uh, they've taken Chris Humphreys, who was a dumbass, and transformed him into a popular dumbass, a bit bigger taken, dumbass. Yeah, yeah. a moron. Uh, James Harden was on their uh, hit list as well. List, yeah. What about Ray so, J? And- Whatever happened to him? Oh, wow. Ray J. Oh, yeah. That's, that's exactly. Old news. Yes. What, what yeah, happened Ray to Ray J? J. Yeah. What happened to Ray J? 
happens. And just, I, I can't stand them because they're opportunists. I talk about I talked yeah. about that like a while ago. I was like, they their affinity for black men, I think, is a um is a is a is a, is a is a it's a gimmick. I hate to say that, but I think it's just for show. I think it's just for popularity because it gets them in the press. Like Kim married Kanye because she knew it would get her in the papers. She's a media exactly. slut. She's mm-hmm. just she has yeah. no value except she's just a media whore. And so she married Kanye because she knew it would get her name in People and Star and Us and Us Weekly and yeah. And I, even I, mom, it me off. I think it's appropriation. I hate it. But see, even the mom you is dating somebody young. Like the mom is dating like some black guy who's like our age. So yeah, it has nothing to do with attraction. It's it's trendy. It's the it's yeah. the get out. It's the get out of families. It's oh, it's cool. <laughs> it is. It's that's, cool that's a great analogy. Back. Yeah, it, it is. I, if you think <laughs> about it, get out was not about racism. It was a different type of racism. It was like oh, it's it's hip to be black, and black is in. So yeah. their whole yeah. thing is black is in, and we know it's going to get us in the papers, and it's going to get us in the. I can't stand them. They're like they're some of the worst human beings. That they're media trash. They're yeah. Anyway, sorry. I yeah. So but no, but to hearing the show was canceled. It, it just it, it makes me happy, but brings me joy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's something that never should have happened. <laughs> just never. No. How 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 do you get a TV show off a porno? How do you, how does that happen? And well, what, you can thank Ryan point? fucking Seacrest for that one. Yeah, he just uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I thought like we only bogarted Khalil's time. No, no, no worries, no worries. Uh, I'm just gonna throw a quick one in there. Um, so, um, speaking of, uh, you know, uh, NBA guys, Steph Curry, along with Norman Lear and, um, let's see, Seth MacFarlane, they're doing an animated version of Good Times on for Netflix. Yes. Yeah. This, yeah. this is not an SL skit. This is, like, real. They are doing an animated version of Good Times. And this is what... Um, I think Norman Lear said this about the show. We are excited to carry on the original legacy of good times, but now animated and a little edgier. Struggle has gotten struggler. That is a quote. Struggler. Oh, okay. I mean, he is. <laughs> so I guess that's going to be the tagline for the show. The struggle has gotten struggler. I just, I feel like because the Cleveland show did so well, this is the smart move to bring in Seth McFarlane because he just understands the black plight. And, you know, I don't understand what the fuck this shit is. I'm just sorry. <laughs> I just, I, Are you being I, sarcastic? No, no, I'm being very sarcastic. I, I think, and I know we're, we, we're now become a PC nation and, you know, everyone gets offended and everyone's upset about something. But I feel like this is the one thing that, yeah, we're probably right on. Yeah, you shouldn't do this. It's not a good idea. <laughs> No. And coming next will be Mod, the animated series. Oh my oh, god! Oh dear God! Speaking of going <laughs> here, um, wow. Okay, that was fascinating. Thank you for that. I needed a yeah. good laugh. Yeah, just leave uh, it alone. It's a classic. Just, just leave it alone. It's a classic. Um, so, in terms of uh, my split of sports and bars and sports bars. So, as of course, the sports world is still going strong. We got baseball playoffs coming soon. We've got. Uh, um, what you call it? The NBA playoffs again. Just been great. Denver came back from another three-one deficit, and now they're going to play the Lakers and probably get stomped. Um, yes. It's probably going to be Lakers, and I don't know. The Heat are looking good, but uh, yeah, again, 
NBA playoffs looking good, doing well with the bubble, no positive tests. Did you guys hear about uh, they kicked uh, this guy from the Rockets, Daniel House, got kicked out of the mm-hmm. bubble um, yeah. for having an uh, uninvited or unaccounted for guest in his hotel room? Um, I guess that's what we're calling prostitutes now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's the legal term. It's un, 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 unapproved <laughs> guest. No, I don't. Yeah, the technical. I mean, you know, the media had to cover. You know, they couldn't probably say who it was. It could have been like a female. It could have been uh, who knows. But um, yeah, baseball, um, NFL just got started, and um, all is well so far. I think some of us, Tyrone and I, and then some of some of our other friends were talking about, um, you know, maybe make it through half a season. Um, but uh, the first week went really well, and um, yeah, I guess we'll just see where it goes from there. But yeah, that was that was it in terms of sports, and it's, like I said, it's not much exciting in the way of just actually watching games. It kind of feels like it's back to normal in, in a lot of ways because everything is being played. So there's that. Um, on to oh yeah, <coughs> sorry guys. Whew. Okay, on to bars. I was thinking since last week we talked about places that are doing COVID well and are COVID-friendly spots, I thought I'd dive in and think, well, what right now is going to be faltering? So uh, a friend of ours sent a uh, shout-out to Megan, sent me an actual thing that said oh, – I'm sorry, I'll pull it up real quick. And it said these places are closing um, after Halloween. On the list of bars closing after Halloween, get ready for this. <laughs> Yeah, ready for this. You ready, guys? <laughs> talk about talk about going one hundred percent for all places we've been to: El Rey, Marvin, Brixton, and the Players Club. Can you say uh, like literally three of those places are places we went to with regularity? So Marvin, yeah. Brixton, and Players Club, deuces. And the one I can understand is Players Club because that was indoors only. You know, that was the for those who don't know what that was. It was. They just opened about two years ago. It was a yeah. uh, bar slash arcade. It was a barcade. And they had pool tables. And we went a few times, all of us, and it was fun. Um, but they, they got to close down. That's You can't – I mean, it's a small place. It's – yeah, you can. there's no outdoors. Now, Marvin and Brixton, uh, I don't know. I mean, I figured they could – you know, they have decks, and Brixton's got that nice rooftop. But I guess business just isn't going too well right now. So sad. It says in here, sad, sad day. Right after Halloween, they're shutting down. Mm-hmm. So, but did I, you see that American Ice Company is closing too? I think yeah, all Amico, of them. Yeah. All the Hilton Brothers Co. are going. That's what it says. Oh, actually, Matt, I didn't even read that. Thank you. Hilton Brothers yep. to close seven bars for foreseeable future on Halloween. Yeah, the Hilton Brothers. So is that that's American Ice Company as well? American Ice Company. It's pretty much every single bar we go to. It's literally like all, all of them. Yeah. Now, I'm, you know what else is probably going to go down swinging, and I was going to bring it up. Their fan favorite of ours, and it's fairly new. Dude, Franklin Hall's probably going to take an L. They're going to take an L. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. Franklin yeah. Hall's going to take rent an in L. that location, now that they redid it, has to be astronomical. There's no way they can make it. Good point. Yeah, because it's a takeout game. You're right. Because, and, and their food was not like stellar to begin with. It was no. okay. It was bar food. It was like chili cheese fries and hot dogs and burgers and those. I remember Tyrone, Tyrone ordered some chicken fingers like one time and they were like bricks. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they were, but the, that place was so, and that place was great. They had that great ro- rotating tap of good beers. Yep. It was huge. That big laundromat, if no one had been before, um, tons of seating, giant Jenga, giant connect four. fuck you, Tyrone and uh subliminal message. Yeah. He always beat yeah. the hell out of us. Giant playing cards. Um, 
I loved it there, but they're probably going to be gonzo too. What, what else you guys just in the last minute I got here, what do you think some other places that either we've been to or just they, they're not going to handle it well because it's all indoors? I don't have a place that is probably going to close, but I, I, I um, was hanging out with some friends to watch uh, the games this past weekend. And um, the idea of setting up your own backyard bars. Uh, I don't know if you guys see, seen the show. It came on last year, and I don't think it's ever coming back, but it was called Abby's. And it was about a woman who has a bar in her backyard, and people in the neighborhood mm-hmm. come to her backyard and get drunk, and they pay yeah. her, of course. Uh, but they bring their own cups, and she just has the alcohol, and they get drunk in her backyard, and then they go home. I think right now, during these COVID times, I think probably that's the best way of getting drunk or having a good time or h- hanging out with friends or seeing people that you trust anyway. Uh, yep. Excuse me. Is, you know, a friend says, hey, I'm just going to turn my backyard into a bar. Uh, you guys come over and over whenever you feel like it. Wear your mask, of course. We'll still se- be separated. I'll supply the alcohol when it's all over. Hey, pay me like $10 or something like that. And then you go home safely. I, I think that's the best way of doing it. Going out to D.C., going out to Baltimore. First of all, before COVID, I wouldn't go to Baltimore. Anyway, but... Oh, Jesus. I, 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 I mean, it's true, but I, I just... I don't. I don't trust it. And so I think that's an easier way of doing it. What do you think, Matt? I think you're 100% right. But I think also to add on to Toby's point, power plants. Is gonna go down. 100%. Oh yeah, they're done. Uh, they're no done. Way. It's that, too that, congested. That, that just remind me of Baltimore. There's no way they'll make it through this. Yeah, it's too congested. Even if they had some outdoor seating, this there, there are too many places that are right on top of each other. So and all of the super douche bars on Connecticut Avenue are also probably gonna have done. To go. Done. Public. <laughs> um, yep. MIA. Uh, Fucking Mad Hatter might actually call it. <laughs> the ESL already closed, right? 18th yeah. Street Lounge, I think, pulled the plug. I'm, I don't even know how Wonderland is going to survive this. They're ha- they're still having events. How are they going to survive? That place is a sardine can, and of course, I love it there. And we all went yeah. there all the time. Anyway, but yeah, okay, no, yeah. that's no, all. Right. That place is gross. I don't see it going very far. But no, for me, guys, I don't have much for you this week. I I, I have been watching two shows. I finished both of them. Uh, first one, Dexter. The second one is Away, starring uh, Hil- Hilary Swank. Uh, I'll start with uh, Dexter. Dexter was uh, eight seasons. Uh, you can now see it on Netflix, but it did originate on uh, Showtime. And now that I'm done with it, I fucking loved it. it from beginning to end, a uh, great show. Uh, it had its moments where uh, you, you, you're like, okay, well, any real situation, Dexter would be dead or would have been gone, haven't gone to jail or anything like that. But I think that eighth season where, you know, when it comes to final seasons of this show, all the rules go out the window. And anything can happen. And your favorite, you know, like a power, a ghost dies two episodes before the end of the show, or, or for people who haven't seen that. If you haven't spoiler. seen it, spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler. Yeah. Anyway. But I, I always enjoy the first season and the live season of a show, just the, the, the evolution of it, how it changes. Uh, um, um, see, uh, Walter White, and uh, what's the name of that show? I can't think of it because Breaking Bad. It's Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. It's a perfect example of that. If you just didn't watch the middle shows and you started with the first season and then went straight to the last season, you'd be like, what the fuck? And you have to go back and watch it all because so much has changed. That's what Dexter is. You start from the first and go to the end and so much has changed. And the people you think of are safe aren't safe. And I like that kind of a show. So Dexter uh, is, is an 8 out of 10 for anyone who hasn't seen it. Give it a shot. It's a fun show. Um, 
crazy killing, crazy uh, uh, murdering. John of Carlo season four is amazing. Uh, now, the other show I watched is Away, uh, starring Hilary Swank. And what the fuck? How is she famous? I mean, how does she have two Oscars? <laughs> I mean, I tolerated it. And I'll be honest with you, half the, half the episodes I didn't watch it was just on mm. in the background. And I was just walking around doing shit. It's it's not a great show. It's so fucking predictable. Even in the situations where bad things happen, when they're happening, you're like, oh yeah, well, something bad has to happen because if it goes perfectly well, well then what the fuck am I watching this for? So it's one of those shows that just it's background noise. Yeah. And Hilary Swank is the commander of the ship, and the people on the ship are no-name actors, and that kind of works. And it should have been Hilary Swank, also a no-name actor, uh, instead of her. Uh, I think it would have worked a lot better. But, yeah, she's... God, forgive me. Uh, I am not the, the sexiest man in the world, ladies. I mean, I could, I could be. I mean, you kind of are, but... I mean, but anyway. Yeah, watching right Hilary Swank... <laughs> so but there's no lighting for Hillary Swank because oh. in these she has a sex scene and I'm like, oh it's gross. It was like watching my parents do it and I was like, oh and she has these scenes where she's crying and I'm like, oh, okay. And she has these scenes where it's supposed to be really passionate and you're like, okay. And then these things she's doing, you're like, this is bullshit. And so you stop watching it halfway through. It is the worst show ever. But hey, what are you guys watching right now? I'm watching Lovecraft Country, which is freaking yeah. amazing. That is Jordan Peele's new uh, show on HBO, airs on Sunday nights, I think around nine, whatever. Uh, I think they're currently on episode five. A uh, great, ca- great cast. Um, Journey Smollett's in it, right? J- yeah, J- Journey Smollett and Michael. Um, yeah, he was in The Last from, from the, Black, Wire. the Last Black He's, Man from San, in San Francisco, that guy. Oh, that hand, yeah, 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 I forgot his name, but yeah, it's an amazing cast. It's kind of like American horror with like you know um, undertones of racism and redlining in Chicago, circa nineteen fifty-five. I mean, it's very layered, and but yeah, I highly, highly recommend it. Awesome, you guys, Toby. I know you're not watching shit. Uh, what about you, Matt? Thanks. Yeah, honestly, that I've been watching Lovecraft Country as well. I've been loving it. I've absolutely been loving it. Uh, I also started watching Perry Mason on HBO. Uh, I was interested to see what that was about. I got kind of loved the noir, you know, like detective shows. It's actually been, it's actually really solid. Wait, it's wait, really, wait. Really you good. said, you said, hold on. Perry Mason? Perry Mason? Yeah. Wait, did, we do, did, did, they do a, did they do a remake? Yes. That's fucking it. I'm done. On HBO. Wow. On HBO. It's actually I really know. good. All right. Hey, I thought he was the, uh, the original. God damn it! No, I've seen the original, but the show is actually really for good. Two seconds, I was, I was like, oh my god, Matt's gonna talk about the original and something. I was so excited. <laughs> no, I had to disappoint you, but I hope my, you know, what I'm gonna go over today won't disappoint you that bad, Toby. Um, obviously, we talked about Chadwick Boseman last week, and I he's done a lot of biopics, which. I think they're good. I mean, you know, they're, they're definitely a little bit safe. And I kind of got to think about, you know, like, what are the top five biopics I've ever seen? And also, what are the most, I wouldn't say bad, because they all have some good stuff to them. Um, I kind of going to go more most disappointing. 
because there could have been a lot more to them to make them really, really epic. And honestly, the stories and the people they're talking about could have been so much better if they weren't worried about having a wide audience being able to accept it. Um, So I'll kind of jump right into the the most disappointing to start with, and I'll tell you why. Number one I have is Rocket Man. I love Elton John more than anything. He's one of my favorite artists ever. I like the spin that they did it with his imagination versus doing a true biopic. But the problem with that movie was is it went too far that direction. It left a lot of his story. It did talk about the drug addiction, different things in that nature, but it went way too fantasy where it went wild with its approach, which I respected and I liked, but it wasn't far enough. The casting of um, Aaron Egerton was, or Taron Egerton was fantastic because he actually did his own singing. He looked like him, a young Elton, and he actually, Elton handpicked him after working with him on a couple other movies, like Sing, the kids movie, mm-hmm. and then also Kingsman 2, which he was, uh, Elton John was in as well. So that, that went for it, but I still think it was, it couldn't, it, its identity was mixed up, and that ruined it for me. The big one that I think, as another one that I love, I love this group more than anything, is straight up, you know, um, NWA. Straight Out of Compton was one of those movies, while filmed incredible, the cinematography was amazing, casting was spot on, movie was way too fucking safe. There was so much more that the, that these guys did and had to go through and experience, and their relationship with their manager with Paul Giamatti was fantastic, but again, made for a mass audience, not made yeah, for the true fans. I, you know how I feel about that movie. I actually agree with Matt 100% on that one. Yep. Like, it just wasn't, it, it needed didn't think to be it was very good. two parts and it needed to kind of do their, their genesis and then moving into kind of the issues when they got into the record labels and everything else that they had and how they kind of came out of it and the spinoffs more on Snoop, Tupac, all the other folks that kind of influenced where they went needed to be included more, not just brief cameos. Um, other one we talked about the other week, American Sniper. I read the book. I've obviously like, you know, n- known a lot about this story. It needed to be much more about PTSD than a, than a, a grade B action movie. It's just plain and simple. There was the opening scene where they did the whole sniper thing was exactly out of an, a, a, a playable. Um, yeah. It's like a video of game. Call of Duty. It was literally like watching a video game. Yeah. And I'm going to speed up here a little bit. So we have more time, but the next one I watched again, nothing against Chadwick Boltzmann, but 42. The, the movie was good. It was very respectful to Jackie Robinson, but safe as fuck again. Another one of the, they, they did use the, you know, the, the language for the time and the N word a lot for a PG 13 movie, actually extensively. However, it didn't go into what really made him famous. What really, they, they kind of harpened on to be shocking with the racial side and less about his skill and less about him as a person and what he brought to the game. It was very, very much like, we're going to be kind of like the movie, the help. We're going to kind of really shock you a little bit, but tone it down to PG 13, but we're not really going to go into the person as much. And I felt it was very conflicting. I, I think Jackie Robinson's story, sorry, Matt, is one of those yeah. things where the, the, the original uh, story of Jackie Robinson uh, called the Jackie Robinson story is a much better movie starring Jackie Robinson for anyone looking yep. for it. Uh, Jackie Robinson plays himself in a movie and I think it just works better. The same way when Muhammad Ali plays himself in a movie about his own life. Yeah. And it just works better than Ali, for me anyway. Uh, but yeah. I'll, I'll be quiet. Sorry. No, for sure. And I'll speed up here. So the last one I have on the most disappointing was Jay Edgar. 
Um, obviously, DiCaprio's in it. It was just totally miscast. I didn't like it at all. I thought it was completely just boring and not good. Let me go into the top five. Number one I have is Ray. Jamie Foxx knocked this shit out of the park. It was an incredible telling of his story. I love the cinematic elements they did, the music, all around one of my favorite movies of all time. The more recent one, Judy, with uh, Renee Zellweger. I wasn't expecting anything out of this movie, but this movie was amazing. She knocked it out of the park in her role, and they got it perfectly down to her mannerisms, everything. The next one I have is Walk the Line with Joaquin Phoenix, another fantastic biopic that I think was perfectly cast. They all sang in it. They did a really good job of being true to it. And it was one of those movies you kind of really, really buy into it. And it wasn't something that was cheap at all in its approach. It was long as shit. The other one I've got, which is, again, another one of my favorite people ever was Eight Mile. I loved that movie. That movie was amazing. It was raw. I mean, it was perfect for him to be in. The soundtrack was fantastic. It's one of those movies that I I definitely can watch a million times. And the last one here, you know, I miss him as an actor so much is Capote with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, yeah, That's another yeah, one yeah. of those ones that I could watch a thousand times over, and it's so engrossing to watch him because he does anything with his roles are just unbelievable. Um, the, the honorary one I had that I almost threw in here was Bohemian Rhapsody. The movie itself is safe, again, but uh, the, the guy, I, I'm blanking on his name. The guy Rami Malek. Mercury. Rami Malek. Rami Malek, thank you. Owned that role. And mannerisms, look, stature, all of it. And the fact that they reshot the, the Live Aid, you know, scene shot for shot was just amazing to watch that. So sure. that made it up there. But again, that movie could have been a bit darker, could have been a bit more into the better. struggles of the band. It was a little bit safe, just like straight out of Compton. Yeah. That's it. It sounds all good. Right. Well, I, I, the, the other thing about Bohemian well, Rhapsody, because, you know, I, I'm a Queen fan, is the timeline was off. Uh, so it was kind of yeah. jumping around, and I know what they're doing. It's Hollywood, so they're they're trying to like keep the story interesting for you. But it it was off a little bit, and you know, uh, but only you know people who really like Queen would catch it. So sorry before we before we go to trivia, I just saw something that was in the background. There's this sports show called Carrie and Jamel Stick to Sports. It's Carrie Champion and Jamel Hill. They're sports casters. If you don't know who they are, and the segment they have on the show is called. This week in black shit. Wow. <laughs> That's great. Amazing. This week wow. in black shit. It literally says it on the screen. And they're talking about, <laughs> about Osaka winning the U.S. Open. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 really quick. What, what channel is that, by the way? It's actually on Vice. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I think, Matt, it's your turn for trivia this week. Am I right? It is. Ready, gentlemen, you oh, ready? Here we go. I'm doing um, off camera. How many movie of trivia questions? All right, what's we need to know the rules? Come on, we, we... all right. So, <laughs> another two minutes, and I do, unfortunately don't have a charity lined up in my head. So, whoever the winner of this is gets to pick the charity, and I'll donate the money to that. I'm putting four oh, nice. questions, four dollars per question. Okay, so two, two minutes, you said? Yep. Okay, and how many questions is it? Uh, I'm gonna go through 10. 10 questions. All right, but we got two minutes. All right. Yep. I got the clock started. Whenever you start reading, I'll get it started. All right. I'm ready. Okay. First question. And again, this is comedy movie, a trivia question. All right. Go. Wait, 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 wait. 
Wait, wait. To, to make sure that, that we get the right person, how about we yell out our name and then you choose the person who says the answer? Or do you just want us to throw out the answer and we're all working together? Just, well, we can do, yeah, just work, you know, just throw out the answer. Okay. Throw out the answer. All right. All right. We'll do it old school style. All right. First question Woody Allen won the Oscar for Best Director for his work on which 1977 comedy film? Annie Hall. Oh. Keep going. That's mine. Yep. I knew that. Making its debut in 1999, Bigger, Louder, and Uncut was the animated movie version of which? South Park. South Park. South Park. Park. Got that. Toby did. Yep. If Billy Crystal is Harry, who is Sally? Damn it. Ty got it. I said it. Ty got that one. Yep. All right. Playing the role of Grover T. Muldoon, Richard Pryor teamed up with which actor in the 1970s movie? Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Yep. All right. What is the surname of Kevin? Oh, Jesus, too fucking easy. Who left <laughs> Home Alone in the classic night? Sullivan. No, McCallister. 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 You said Sullivan? Jesus, McCallister. That's like. Kevin Sullivan is a, a wrestler. Moving on. All right. Which of the following Monty, Monty Python films were first to be released? A, and now for something completely different. Yes. B, yes. Life yes. of Brian. That's it. A, a, and now for something completely different. Okay. All right. Is that correct? Even, it is correct. Thank you. So I'll keep, I won't even keep going. Who wrote the novel of, on which the 1967 comedy film The Graduate is based? Oh, shit. Uh, yikes. The novel? Yep. Shit biscuits. I don't know. You guys know? I actually don't know this. Don't know. All right. We'll pass that one. Who played the role of Evan Baxter in the 2007 film Evan Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Yep. Correct. All right. We're almost done here. We're running through these fast. Warren Beatty, Goldie Hawn, and Julia Christie and Lee Grant starred in... Shampoo. 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 I got it. All right. Toby got that. Fuck, I said there. Lee Grant won an Oscar. Go ahead. All right. Starring Bill Murray and Ellie McDowell, the American fantasy comedy... Groundhog Day. Dog. You're not even let me finish the fucking question. Was released in which year? 1993. 1993. One. 1993. One. One. Toby's right. Three. God damn it. Toby's always right. All right. Shut up. You're not. All right, we got two left. In 1950 comedy drama film Harvey, which animal does Harvey appear as? A rabbit. Correct. Okay. All right. And last one. English actor and comedian John Cleese co-wrote which of these classic comedies? The a Fish Called Wanda. Thank you, Ty. Yes. That, it doesn't matter what he reads. The answer is A Fish Called Wanda. Okay. Fuck yep. it. All right. That okay. Yeah, that was that was pretty fucking good. Thirty six dollars for me. Um, donate to um, just donate to Black Lives Matter, please, Matt. All right, we'll do. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for yeah. doing trivia for me. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> the, the next time I do trivia, I will make it all music. <laughs> no, don't make it easy for me. Don't make it easy for me. I just need to start binging movies every day from now until the end of time. So yeah, I, I can be competitive with you guys. Next time, next time, Khalil can just go like this: Number one, when was Queen formed? Number two, who was the lead singer of Queen? Number three, Queen. Queen, Queen. Yeah, just go through all Queen questions. <laughs> all right, that was good, guys. The Black Lives Matter. Yes, sir. Here we go. All right. And also, just so you know, the the novel, the, the who wrote the, the the novel, The Graduate, was based off of Charles Webb. Okay, thanks. Mm. Didn't know that. Thank you, though. All right, good stuff. All right, everyone. Uh, 
number 13 is is in the bag had a great time uh trivia was rigged for toby yet again and uh, <laughs> and yeah uh let's do it again guys uh chugging away to episode 14 and beyond um good um good conversation tonight and uh have a safe and enjoyable weekend and wear your effing masks yes sir right good night and good luck good night and good luck see you guys later later